0: Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus our Lord, family friends and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 589, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading Proverbs chapter 10, verses 11 through 21. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 11 to 21. Shall we pray together? And if you are a child of God, pray with me. If you're not a child of God, pray and ask God to save your soul. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again. Pray and ask him to save your soul. And he will save you. Now, those of you who are saints, born again, and saved, Uh, I want to encourage you to have a little talk with Jesus have a little talk with God and uh, confess your sins tell the truth anything that's burdening you pray to him about it give it to him stop trying to carry burdens that uh, you're not able to carry Jesus has carried all of your burdens to the cross all of your sins let him bear it and uh, because he can so let's pray Holy Father God in heaven Lord God in heaven I thank you for the rain Lord I'm used many of us are used to the heat Uh, But we are also used to storms coming through to break up that heat and to cool things down a little bit. And Lord, we have not seen much rain. And Lord, uh, no doubt, it's a part of our punishment, our chastisement, our rebuke, and our judgment in this sin-cursed world. Because we are not doing that which pleases you. And so, Holy Father God, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, uh, grant us your energy, strength, unction, and anointing, fruit and liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, to pray. And uh, Lord, to read your holy word and Lord, to preach your holy word and to preach your holy gospel. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you will help us to understand your holy word, grant us your unction and your anointing and uh, the power of your Holy Spirit to understand your holy word and to comprehend it. to love it, and to live by it. And Holy Father God, uh, I praise you and thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Lord God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings, Lord, that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you would have mercy and grace, continued mercy and grace upon us through your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures as Christians, as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive others who have sinned against us. And Holy Father God, crucify our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh within each and every one of us who name the name of Christ and who are saved. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. <coughs> and fill us, Lord, afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. Make us whiter than snow on the inside, cleansed of all sin so that we can be used by you. And at the same time, Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of those who are religious but lost. Uh, Faithful churchgoers but who are on their way to a devil's hell because their heart is not right and fixed with you. And uh, and they know it. And Lord, I do pray, uh, Lord, for all people who are that way in the church, across the country, and around the globe, including my wife, Marika White, and other family members who are religious, good, some would think, and even faithful to church, but are not saved, not born again. Religious, but lost. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the irreligious. Open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls as well, but help people who are in the church not to think they're saved just because they're in the church, or they were raised in church, as I was, a member of multiple churches, but lost and on my way to hell, and did not even know I was on my way to hell. I would have been totally shocked to this point if I had died before December the nineteenth, nineteen seventy-nine. And uh, so, Holy Father God, there are many young men that are that are my the age that I was when I got saved, nineteen years old, who are dying all across this country. Uh, red, yellow, black, and white. Not just the black young men. And Lord, many of them are going to a Christless eternity straight to hell and they don't even know it. God have mercy and grace upon us in the church and forgive us of our wicked, evil, and ungodly sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission for the blood is dripping from our fingers. And Holy Father God, I do pray, please rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts, Lord, from uh, our family and all other Christian families and churches and ministries. I pray, Holy Father God, that you'd give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell. And Lord, I do pray that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, out of my wife's heart, mind, soul, and spirit spirit in a very real sense, and out of people in uh, my family who have this problem, in uh, our ministry who have this problem, uh, the satanic curse of the Judas spirit where for some strange uh, demonic reason they try to hinder your gospel from going forward. They try to hinder your word from being preached. And Lord, I'm convinced that some of these people don't even know they're doing it because they're demon-possessed and demon-controlled. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would give us all sweet victory tonight on this Saturday night over the world, the flesh, and the devil. This is the day that traditionally down through the years in our family uh, my wife, Marika White, White turns into a demonic witch. Uh, my children have witnessed it. For years I have witnessed it. Uh, where she actually, to me, turns into a devil, uh, where she just has a hatred and a bitterness towards you and towards your work, and will do everything she can to try to hinder it or to make it uncomfortable for everybody in the family and in the ministry. And so, Holy Father God, as you know, Lord, we have prayed about all of this for years, and I have... Uh, Talked with her about all this for years and the children had to get geared up for Friday Saturday and Sunday Because of this demonic display that I had to rebuke and uh, And warn the whole family of it was a known fact and warning uh, throughout Throughout our magnificent years together particularly with you and uh, with the children with me in the wonderful journey of faith you took us on and how you used us to impact the church and the world and we give you the glory, praise and honor and I thank you Lord that you're still using us in a powerful and mighty way by the power of your Holy Ghost by your mercy and by your love and grace. However, we had a Judas in the family, there was no doubt about it and uh, uh, such a bad situation that I had to constantly gear up the family uh, every Thursday for the devil to strike uh, through my own wife Marika White out of all the weekends uh, Lord I would venture to say we had about three or four weekends where she did not uh, uh, allow the devil to use her and so, Lord, I pray that you you would protect my children from these demonic spirits and not let them fulfill what these demonic spirits want to fulfill after they have witnessed that demonic foolishness down through the years. And uh, uh, even though we have prayed about these things and dealt with these things for years now, uh, the devil is being put on notice publicly as well as she is. That is not particularly now going to be tolerated. We don't have time for that foolishness. Oh, he even tried to kick up his heels this morning through her. And, uh, and uh, I thank you for leading me to pray earnestly with her and for her. And so, Holy Father God, I pray for all other families who have to deal with a demon-filled Judas person in their family, and they're trying to serve you. For there are many, I am sure, because that's the reason why you're having, you're having me to deal with it. So people will understand this is not, they're not the only ones, and this is not uh, a dream. Uh, there is a real devil, as you said, and you want us to pray, watch and pray that we enter not into temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You want us to be prayerful and sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful. We all would like to drop out, <clears throat> God, and just be loosey-goosey and laugh a minute and fun, fun, fun. But, Lord, uh, in this spiritual warfare, we cannot do that. We cannot afford to do that. Especially people who are striving to do something for your kingdom and for the ministry and for your work. In my case, by your grace, you made it clear to me you want me to give myself to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And so, Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would drive these demonic and nasty spirits of Judas and Jezebel, Sanballat and Tobias out of Marika White's life permanently and completely and out of some of uh, my other family members' lives. It is a curse. It may be, no doubt, a generational curse where people like to get loaded to bear to argue and to fuss and to try to Uh, cause a problem, and they know who they are, and uh, it's a demonic spirit, and so Lord, I pray that you would rebuke it, stop it, and drive it out of everybody who has that problem in my family, uh, in this ministry, and in our family extended, and other families that name the name of Christ so that things will go smoothly, decently, and in order as far as your holy gospel going out. And so, Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would indeed, Lord, help us who are Christians to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and get back to you, our first love, we pray. Lord, that my wife, Marika White, and others will lay aside their pride and truly trust in you as Savior. We pray, Lord, for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving around the globe. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray for those of us who are saved, lift our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears. We cast all care upon you, for, Lord, we know that you care for us. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, and your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. Lord, uh, protect all people from housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and utilities crisis. I pray Lord tonight that once again, and I thank you for the thousands of days that you have blessed and protect and provided for our family by faith in you and through prayer to you. And so Lord, thank you for so much for allowing us to arrive at this station. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for that. But Lord, I still pray tonight that you would protect our family and all other families that name the name of Christ and all other people from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church and evil people in the world, some loaded to bear with anger and bitterness and foolishness, drive the demons of hell out of their lives. And Lord God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for the persecution I thank you, Lord, for for the attacks uh, against uh, me because I am preaching your holy gospel and preaching the whole uh, uh, counsel of God that makes a difference in our quality of life. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray that your holy name would receive all glory, praise, and honor, and that you would lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for others. May come to know him as Savior. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family and to the standing between the living and the dead. Service family members, my beloved, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the word of God the Holy Bible. At Proverbs chapter 10 verses 11 through 21. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covereth all sins. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found. But a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuseth reproof reproof erreth. He that hideth hatred with lying lips and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. The tongue of the just is as choice silver, the heart of the wicked is little worth. The lips of the righteous feed many, But fools die for want of wisdom, shall we pray. Holy Father God in heaven, we praise you and we thank you for your powerful holy word. And Holy Father God, help us to understand it and to comprehend it, to love it, to cherish it, and to obey it and to apply it to our own lives, and to share it with others, and to witness to others for Jesus Christ, so that others may come to know him as Savior. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, and for his sake, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, And foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members. Pardon me, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Family Devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 158. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're at Psalm 17.8. Psalm 17.8. Keep me as the apple of the eye, hide me under the shadow of thy wings. Spurgeon, uh, as is his custom, goes right into it keep me as the apple of the eye, no part of the body more precious, more tender, and more carefully guarded than the eye, and of the eye no portion more peculiarly to be protected than the central apple, the pupil. Or as the Hebrew calls it, the daughter of the eye. My, my, my. The all wise Creator has placed the eye in a well protected position. It stands surrounded by projecting bones like Jerusalem, encircled by mountains. Moreover, its great author, great author has surrounded it with many tunics of inward covering, besides the hedge of the eyebrows, the curtain of the eyelids, and the fence of the eyelashes, and uh, in such a case And in addition to this, he has given to every man, every man, so high a value for his eyes, and so quick an apprehension of danger, that no member of the body is more faithfully cared for than the organ of the eyes, yea, the sight. Thus, Lord, keep thou me, for I trust I am one with Jesus, and so a member of his mystical body. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings, even as the parent bird completely shields her brood from evil, and meanwhile cherishes them with the warmth of her own heart, by covering them with her wings. So do thou with me, most condescending God. For I am thine offspring, and thou hast a parent's love in perfection. This last clause is in the Hebrew in the future tense, as if to show that what the writer had asked for but a moment before he was now sure would be granted to him confident expectation should keep pace with earnest supplication shall we pray holy father God we praise you and we thank you for your holy word and Lord we thank you for keeping us as the apple of your eye, through your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor for the salvation that he has wrought for us and who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for all of it is due your name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Okay. We're going to move over to the family segment. And what I call the family verses. And uh, we spend three days on the commandments of God for each member of the family. I highly recommend that if you have trouble in your marriage and in your family that you read these verses that pertain to the family found in Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6 along with a few others and maybe uh, in the near future we will incorporate a few other verses from the New Testament. dealing with family life because as I have said to you you can gain the whole world and lose your soul that's tragic but you can gain the whole world and lose your family that's that's uh, tragic too but not as tragic Uh, I've told you before that if things are not right in your marriage and in your family nothing else is going to be right because you're going to be so concerned about that and trying to fix that until that is going right. You notice how when one of Elon Musk's children rebelled against him and said that uh, she was a boy now and all of that wants to be a boy and a transgender and wanted to change his name and not have anything to do with him you saw what Elon Musk did didn't you? he made a beeline to one of the most powerful spiritual leaders Uh, so-called in this world. The Pope took him. He he went along with his children to meet the Pope. I don't know how much money he had to pay the Catholic Church for that. But that's what he did. Why? Because greater than Twitter, greater than the uh, cars that he makes, trucks that he's trying to make, greater than going to the moon is for your family to be intact and to be what it should be. I'm talking primarily while all of your children are minors. Once, hopefully you have raised them correctly and you did the best you could. You left it on the field and they they leave your house. It's between them and God now. And the best thing you can do for them, and about all you can do for them, is pray for them. Uh, and, um, and, and, and you had better do that. But when you have, you, you're in a family situation and all your children are young, minors, uh, young teenagers, young adults, or whatever... Uh, and you're married or you're supposed to be married nothing will discombobulate your mind like a messed up marriage and family uh, to keep you back from doing the other great things you want to do and that you've already done. Pardon me. So uh, everybody knows that that's common knowledge. Uh, your family will weigh on you if you're not. Your family is not right with God, and uh, and and they're not going in the right direction. Oh. Uh, So, that's what he did. He went straight to the Pope. I hope that he got some help. I don't know. But we're back around to Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. And I know there are many women in the audience who cannot stand this passage, cannot stand my teaching on it and preaching on it, One of the reasons why I know, including my wife, who is here with me, but another reason why I know there are some dear women who are trying to do what the Bible told them to do, and that is to help the younger women to be the wives and the mothers that they should be. And they get criticized. They have to plead for mercy. Please hear me out. This is how they talk to the women. It's kind of like how Lot was talking to the homosexuals. pleading with them not to do this evil. That he had allowed before these these uh, angels came. Uh, but there are some sincere women. But that's how they... Anytime they deal with you serving... A woman serving her husband, obeying her husband, submitting her husband, they have to apologize, they got to cough, they got to gag, uh, they got to clear their throat, and they got to say ten things like, hear me out now before you don't listen to what I'm saying, just just be patient, and all of that. I don't, I don't do any of that, because I, I am convinced, and I know for a fact, that... Things would work out better for the family if they did it the family way, according to Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6. <clears throat> I believe that women would be happier, wives would be happier if they would submit to this passage and submit to their husbands. And, and why? Because God is the author of happiness and joy and peace and cheerfulness. And if you disobey Him, then how can you expect to be happy? joyful, and cheerful, and all of that. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the Savior of the body. Therefore as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. That's the bottom line for the wife. These are the commandments of God for the wife. I thank God that my children and I we've landed in a great place after a magnificent wonderful, long journey of over 34 years. But the truth of the matter is, and it does not matter whether you like it or not, you sweet evangelicals you think everything ought to be hunker and perfect, and the wife and the woman is always right and should be on a pedestal, that's not where God put her. And so I'm not going to join you in putting her there if she's not doing what she should do. And if she's not a virtuous and godly woman, I will be hurting her by telling that lie. My wife, after 34 years of marriage, has not landed in a good place. She has a a husband who does not safely trust in her, and who believes that she is lost, not saved, and on her way to hell. She has seven children, wonderful children, who have turned out great, uh, and most of them girls, who do not say anything to her. I hear from my children uh, uh, every day, and, uh, and they say, good morning, Papa, I love you. Good night, Papa, I love you. And she does not get that. And never has. And the reason why is because. She did not tell them I love you when she had a chance. She did not hug them. When she had a chance. Uh, And and to me that is demonic. And. uh, uh, my daughter Danny came down to uh, see me and, uh, and, and, and see everybody and is trying to help the other siblings, her siblings, uh, to get on with their lives and so forth. Uh, and the first thing Uh, And my my wife did not tell me this, but the first thing she told our oldest daughter Danny, she said, I I did not recognize you. And it broke her heart. It broke my daughter's heart. My oldest daughter. She was hurt by that. That's just insane to me. Uh, You cannot tell your children you don't recognize them. And uh, that's unheard of. I had no problem recognizing her. I knew exactly who she was. Uh, Okay, that kind of thing is, for some people, almost unforgivable. So you need to, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this so that you don't do stupid things like that. Because you may not you you may think your children are going to forget They are not uh, They are not They're never going to forget that And it's a it's a hard pill to swallow when you get into the so-called emptiness Uh stage and so uh my dear women friends i'm gonna tell you like i told my wife before my daughter my first daughter with her was born and when she was born on thanksgiving day and she's always been a thanksgiving child i mean she was born on thanksgiving day and 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 that really meant something to her because she wrote many books on Thanksgiving, and uh, she's been a tremendous blessing to me and to the ministry down through the years. But what I told my wife was, your job is to make memories. Make memories in this family. I told her that. And I repeated that to her. But she didn't take heed. And so. She did not land well. That's the reality. And I want to tell you. You can't do it over. There are things in life you can't do over. Oh she's tried a little bit. To reach out more now. But they're grown now and gone. It's too late. Do you hear me, people? It is too late, ladies. So I'm trying to help you and your young family. Don't be a witch in your family towards God, towards your husband, towards your children. And want to have your way and be proud and stubborn and arrogant and rebellious. You say, well, didn't that bother you? No, it didn't bother me at all. Because I knew what what God called me to do, and I was going to do that, and I did. Against her will and against uh, everything in her. And see, I know how to handle Negroes like that. See, I know how to handle Negroes like that. They don't bother me, and I understand my authority. My dad did not understand his authority, and my mother ran all over him. That was not, I saw that. I told my little brother, don't let that happen to you. And because it's not going to happen to me. she No woman is worth that. Uh-uh. No woman is worth that at all. See. And the Bible has a lot to say about this. Contrary to what the sweet evangelicals have bamboozled you with these lies about women that ought to be put on a pedestal, and if Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Happy wife, happy life. All of that is bull, as far as I'm concerned, and I, I've already cast it back in the hell where it belongs. Okay? And there's not a Christian woman, there's not a born again Christian woman who's mad at me. She's happy that I'm saying it. Because she has seen so many young women destroy their marriages with this foolishness. And, and, and probably it's mostly older women. But that's okay. It's still right. I'm not trying to be popular among the young women or young men. I, I know. I'm going to preach and teach what is right and what works in the end. So I stepped up by the grace of God. It's it's called responsibility. And my children started calling me the father and the mother. Because they knew the love I had for them was real. And even though I was a disciplinarian, they would write me letters and say, Papa, thank you for chastising us when we do wrong. I know it's going to make me a better person and all that. And those letters uh, can break your heart. They were, they were, they were written from a pure... Uh, standpoint, pure innocent hearts, and so I don't want you mothers, I want you to listen to these other women, some of them, bless their hearts, are on crosswalk, some of them are on TikTok, there are black women who have been around the block, and they come back around the block to tell you young women, all of this loud, boisterous, I am women, hear me, roar, foolishness, this anger and bitterness and you're going to demand and all of this kind of thing. It's not going to work for you. You're going to die an old, crusted, angry, bitter woman if you don't do it God's way, but you must be born again first. You must be saved. And so I want to encourage all of you women make positive memories with your children, with your husband, and with the family. Make sure you take care of all birthdays, take care of all anniversaries, take care of all of the special nights and make sure you you work hard to make it comfortable and wonderful for your husband and your children and in time to come you may not get many rewards in uh, in the early days but in time to come you will get your reward and the greatest reward is when your father or rather your husband honors you and, and says you are a virtuous woman and your children say the same And God blesses you with precious memories like he's blessed me with. Don't mess up your family because you're going to mess up your life. All righty then, we'll come back tomorrow if the Lord is is coming and, and, and we live and deal with uh, this passage again uh, as we always spend three days per commandment. And so now let's pray for all Uh, families, those who are saved, and those who are not saved. And let's pray for some other folks as well. And make sure you pray. You don't have to pray for our prayer list. You pray for your own prayer list. But pray. Join us in prayer. The greatest thing you can do today is pray. Holy Father God, I pray In the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for all families that do not know you as Savior. I pray for those families that do. Lord save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. And help them to make a beeline. Lord, uh, to your holy word found in Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6, to read it and to obey it and to live by it. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, We pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving all around the world. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for all people who name the name of Jesus Christ as Savior. Have us, Lord, have mercy and grace upon us, rather, and please forgive us of our wicked sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. And Lord, I pray that uh, you will help us to repent of it and to change while we're living down here on earth. And Lord God in heaven, I pray also that you will help us who say that we are saved to humble ourselves, to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, Lord Jesus Christ, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray for all persecuted, Christians, in Nigeria especially, America especially, uh, Kenya especially, China especially, and people being, Christians being persecuted around the world for their faith. Lord God in heaven, please protect us and surround us with the band of your holy angels. Give us your grace for our trying hours Give us your grace for possibly our dying hours. Help us to die well for your name. And Holy Father God, we pray for all people who are in the government ministry. And Lord, we pray, uh, sad to say, Lord, some have failed us recently. We pray for the president down to police officers. We pray, Lord, that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, cast the devil and the demons of hell out of those who have that problem, get rid of the bad and add the new and the good. And Lord God, in heaven, we also pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And Holy Father God, we also pray now, Lord, for the millions who are hurting around the world from the coronavirus plague and we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for each and every one in this country and uh, around the globe. And, Lord, you know who they are. And, Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight that you would uh, protect them and and have them and, and comfort them and draw them to yourself for salvation. And, Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of the lost and for the revival of the saved and for the healing of the sick even now as the coronavirus is on the increase again. And Lord we pray for the family and friends of Nigerian resident Ezekiel Emmanuel Jeremiah. We pray for the family and friends of India, Indiana resident Kelly R. McGuire. We pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Uh, Kenny, Renato, Madarius. We pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Vincenzo Bito. We pray Lord for the family and friends of Mississippi resident Terry Lee Long. All of these families have suffered the death of loved ones from the coronavirus plague. And thank you Lord for leading us to pray for them when many others were not, particularly in the beginning for nearly 800 services. We pray also, Lord, for the people who have sent in prayer requests. Uh, We pray, Holy Father God, for the thousands that you have given us the grace to pray for down through the years. Please continue to hear and answer their prayers. Please continue to hear and answer our prayers. Join with theirs. And we pray, Lord, for salvation in spiritual family and life financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And uh, Lord, protect them from the coronavirus plague. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for some new prayer requests as well. And we pray these same blessings upon these people as well. Lord, we pray for Pastor Buscebe, uh, thank you for the new church founded in Bondini. Thank you, Lord, for the successful leadership meeting in Bungoma, as we join in praying with Pastor Bushevi and giving praise and thanks to you as well. Thank you, and Lord, for the soul saved at Sister Belia's Belia's funeral. Please heal Timothy completely and provide for his family. Please hear Melanie's eyes, completely provide her with the contact lenses she needs, and Lord we pray uh, for all of the people in this church, please bless uh, each and every one, bless the Women's Seminar, uh, the family, uh, please comfort the family of Sister Tabitha. Tabitha after her death. We also pray for Sister Vicki. Please heal every cell in Lynn's body. Give her, her husband, and her family a peace. And give the doctors uh, wisdom and knowledge and understanding as to how to deal with this present situation. And then, Holy Father God, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel. Uh, through this ministry help them to all grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and we pray for all of the people who have rededicated their lives to you after hearing the preaching of your holy word and realizing that they are saved they're just in a backslidden state help them never to go back into that state but they heard your your living word and they have come back to you we give you the glory the praise and the honor Uh, for that. And Holy Father God, we pray that you will help them to stand strong in the faith and to grow. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friends, if you're with us tonight and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior in the free pardon of your sins, My friend, you need to be saved. You need to be born again. Even tonight. If I were you, I would not wait until tomorrow. For as I told somebody recently, tomorrow is not promised to you, so if you're not saved tonight, here's how you can get saved. It's very simple. Number one, understand that you are a sinner. You have sinned against God. You have broken the commandments of God. We all have because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now you know it's the word of God because who would know that? Has anyone taken a poll to see if everybody is a sinner? And nobody would dare do that because the word of God is true. Only God knows that we're all sinners. That's why he was able to boldly say that. We all have sinned against God. You say, Preacher, what is sin? How about lying? We all know universally lying is wrong. Lying does great damage to relationships, to families, to institutions, to societies, to communities, to countries. This is why if you go to a courtroom and lie and perjure yourself, you will be going to jail. That's how terrible lying is. Mm. I mean, even people in the world who are sinners themselves will put you in jail for lying to a judge and lying in a courtroom. I would I would venture to say that. A high percentage of marriages have been destroyed because there's a spouse who is a liar. Relationships have been destroyed in families because uh, there's a parent who is a liar, children who are liars. This is why God does not want you to lie, and God hates lying, and God makes it very clear that people who live a life of lying will spend eternity in the lake of fire. Lying, stealing, they go hand in hand, a person steals something from somebody and then they lie about it. How about lusting, lusting half the people and things? How about uh, dishonoring your parents? How about dishonoring your parents, disobeying your parents? How about dishonoring God, disrespecting God and disobeying God in you, and calling, uh, using his name in vain? Lying on his name, using God in your lie that you are covering up. That's just five of the Ten Commandments that we all have broken. From the Pope on down, from the Dalai Lama on down, and from even Joel Osteen on down. We all are sinners. And we all deserve to go to hell. Uh, Then secondly, I want you to understand the wages of sin is death. The reason why you're going to die is not because of some disease, it is because of the sin disease, your sins. We all are on death row. And what God wants you to understand is that if he will allow you to die because of your sins, if you do not believe in his son Jesus Christ who died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, then you will go to hell to pay for your sins throughout eternity. God wants you to understand that. He does not want you to think foolishly uh, like so many people do that He loves you so much He would never uh, allow you to go to hell. No, and That's why I use the word allow. You're the one causing yourso- yourself to go to hell. By rejecting Jesus Christ, by not believing in Jesus Christ. And hell is a very real place. Jesus Christ preached more on the subject of hell, the subject of hell, than all of the prophets and preachers combined in the Bible. And sadly, he preached more on hell than most preachers living today. Hell is a very real place. And he does not want you to go there. He wants you to know there's a way out. That he, the Lamb of God, John the Baptist said, he took away all of our sins. He suffered, he bled, and he died a cruel death on a cross. For our sins as the lamb of God who has taken away the sins of the world. He paid your sin debt to God and all you have to do is believe in him, trust in him, depend upon him, pray and ask him to save your soul and he will save you. Now hell is bad news but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ said in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Have you ever, do you remember a time where you truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ? Not baptism, not when you got baptized, necessarily, as a child for so many of us, Got baptized and we went down a dry center and came up a wet center just as lost as we could be. Total deception. Not connected to that. Can you remember the time you met Jesus Christ? You believed on Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ came into your heart and life. And saved your soul. And changed your life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you shall be saved. If you can't remember a time you met Jesus, but you can remember a time you met a girlfriend. There's something wrong somewhere. So if you can't remember a time when you got saved by Jesus. Jesus entered into your life. And your life changed. You started... Uh, feeling guilty about temptations and sins, whereas before you didn't feel that way. See, once Jesus Christ comes in, you're gonna have a problem with sin in your life and, in, and and sin in the lives of other people. You're gonna have a problem with sin. Sin is gonna bother you once Jesus Christ, the light of the world, comes into your heart. That's a fact. Because, see, Jesus Christ, the main thing He died for was your sins. For you to overcome them and so that you will not suffer uh, from them in hell. So that you can be a part of the divine reset since the Garden of Eden. That's going to happen in the future in heaven. And God wants you there in heaven. Jesus wants you there. That's why he died for you. He paid your sin debt. And so all you have to do is believe... In him and the Bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved saved from what saved from hell you're not getting saved so that you can uh, necessarily wear certain kinds of clothing and all of that you're getting saved from hell ultimately so that you can be a part of the divine reset in heaven with God and Jesus, and the angels and the saints. And God wants you in heaven, not in hell. So right now, dear friend, believe in your heart in Jesus Christ. Believe in His gospel that He suffered, He bled, and He died on the cross for your sins. That's good news. That means you don't have to pay for your sins because if He had not died, we would all go to hell. And rightfully so, for we have broken the commandments of God repeatedly and many times. But he paid our sin debt and was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. That is the good news, opposite of the bad news, which is going to hell forever. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, and thou, you, shall be saved. Follow me in prayer, the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. And get born again, get saved tonight. Let this be your date, just like I can remember my date. You can remember this is your date, your spiritual birthday. Follow me in prayer. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight, repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul, and please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. He paid my sin debt. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Now Lord, I admit I don't understand it all but I do believe it all. So Lord Jesus Christ please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of all of my sins Help me to change and to turn from my wicked ways, and help me to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ, for it is in your holy name, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray, in faith believing, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you prayed that prayer with me and you believed in your heart on Jesus Christ, congratulations. You have done the most important thing in life, and that is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Uh, You will never regret it, and to pray that prayer of salvation Now, to help you grow in the faith, please read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. You can find it on GospelLightSociety.com. It is a free download or GospelLightHouseOfPrayer.com. It is a free download. Read it and you will know the next steps to take. To grow in the faith and be the strong Christian disciple that God wants you to be. Uh, Please let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you. Write us at DW3 at GospelLightSociety.com And also let us know because we have some material that we want to send to you free of charge. That will help you grow in the faith as a Christian disciple. Also, if you have a prayer request, please send that in uh, through the same emails and let us know what your prayer request is. And as we have prayed for thousands, we'll be more than happy to pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, make sure that you pray without ceasing. Meditate on the word of God. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord and he will keep you in perfect peace. Let's pray together right now. Our closing prayer, please everybody stand and pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for what you have done on this night, what you're doing and what you will do. Thank you, Lord, for all of my children who have helped And who are helping with this ministry and work. And Lord, thank you for others as well who support us and stand with us. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. For Lord, without you and them, we could not do this. Uh, Lord, those who prayed the prayer tonight, help them to grow in our grace and in the faith. And to do your will. In Jesus Christ's name we pray for his sake. Amen.